We've written a book! We've been working really hard with HarperCollins to create the book that we felt was missing from baby sleep advice. One that doesn't say you have to be a particular type of parent or will make you feel shit about yourself if you're not. One that is straightforward and will empower you to get the sleep you want for your family. Sleep Better Baby is zero judgment, obviously, stacked with easy to follow guidelines, a sleep toolkit to arm yourself with, at a glance crib notes, routines and how to hack them. Basically, it's the only baby and parent sleep book worth having. Order Sleep Better Baby now, just head to Amazon and search Sleep Better Baby or go to our website, thesleepmums.co.uk. You've probably heard of a bedtime routine, but what about a morning routine? And do they really matter that much? I'm Kat Cubie, broadcaster, tea drinker and morning person, and this is Sarah Carpenter, leading baby and child sleep expert, recovering caffeine addict and night owl. I feel like I'm not doing very well on the recovering caffeine addict today. (laughs) Well, that's true. We have had about 18 cups of tea, but that's... It's not coffee. (laughs) Exactly. I'm really proud of you. You've come so far. I feel like we've been talking a lot about it, though. Uh, but I think maybe because I brought the cup as well. That's it's made, it's made it a feature of the day. I think we should, um, you know, indoctrinate the cup as a sleep mum. We'd like. Oh, I mean, does does the cup have a name? This is Bob. Bob. Well, Bob can't be a sleep mum. I named the cup Bob. Maybe, maybe, maybe can Bobina. Bobina. Bobette. <laughs> Bobetta, welcome to the team. Together with Bob, we are the Sleep Mums. A lot of people think audio players are just for older children and only come into play when kids are three. But Yoto is perfect for all ages. It's one of the many reasons we love it so much. The Yoto Library offers a huge range of excellent value content for a really broad age range with titles that will be loved by children up to the age of 12 and beyond. It's also great for independent play because from age three, it puts kids in control of their listening, learning and play without us needing to worry as the content they're interacting with is totally child friendly with no ads, no microphone and no camera. Yoto is also the perfect sound machine for babies with parents in control using either the content from the Yoto sleep radio. There's a new sleepy sounds pack which is a collection of soothing looped sounds to help aid restful sleep including rain, heartbeat and hairdryer noises. We love it. We're all different but that's what makes Yoto such a great buy because there are just so many ways you can use it. Go to yotoplay.com for more. The reason that having a morning routine is so important when it comes to nighttime sleep is that it signals the end of the night and the beginning of the day. That time between when we wake up and get properly going is important for loads of reasons and it impacts not just our minds but our body chemistry too. Let's get into those reasons now. Uh, What exactly is a morning routine then, Sarah, and why does it matter? So morning routine is just what it says on the tin. It is what you do in the morning when you wake up, but it's having set things that you need to achieve. 
it matters because it makes the difference to mood. It makes a difference to it. Genuinely, like this sounds a bit extreme, but it makes a difference to how your entire day flows. So for us as adults, you know, we have very set things that we have to do in the morning, whether it's things for us specifically or things that we have to do to get our children to the next part of their day. So we know what's involved and Yes, there's times like a Monday morning when we don't want to do it, but we have to do it. Do you know what? Weirdly, I'm actually kind of coming off and be better on a Monday morning because it's like in my head I need to be pre- more prepped, I think. Yeah. I d- no. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> I get better as the week goes on. It's almost like I get into the routine, yeah. but I know it's something that I have to work on because our Mondays are frightful, so... But for babies, especially babies, children as well, but especially babies, having that morning routine means that your day flows. It really means that you've got everything in place because if you don't have a wake-up time and a routine in the morning, you don't then have anywhere for the day to go. You're floundering from the start. So starting at a time, you've always got the 30-minute rule, but having your start time and letting it flow from there makes everybody much more relaxed. It's sort of like the adage getting out of bed the right side brought to life yeah. kind of like totally. it is it's true for mm-hmm. a reason and you're trying to do all the things to set yourself up. But that whole thing about body chemistry is too as well because it is set you're setting your circadian rhythm which mm-hmm. is obviously connected to to when you go to sleep. So exactly. it's not just babies and children, it's adults it's super important mm-hmm. for too. Absolutely. It's important for everybody. Um, and yeah, when you get into that practice, it just means that everything flows. And like, what what sort of things do you need to include in it? Like, it, are there specific things? For babies, the specific things are wake them up gently, change their nappy and have a feed. And that's it. That's your morning routine. You can then find your nap times from that morning routine you can find your feed times and everything else just flows from there for adults obviously it's whatever works for you you know I'd love to be that person that the morning routine includes bit of meditation some green tea like actually (laughs) getting up and doing my hair and putting my makeup on I mean that would be winning for me it's never gonna happen I'm not that I'm always like super impressed when I mean that you know we're we're at quite that my kids go to quite a low key school but like when you do see people who are like really well put together I'm like I just don't have the time to be that or I mean you know just yeah you're lucky if I've managed to actually get out of my work clothes to do the school run so (laughs) yeah but you've got a very good excuse (laughs) working nights so you said wake them up gently now quite often when you have a baby you're not the one doing the waking up they're the ones waking you up so how do you go about it in that circumstance so often when you're putting your morning routine in place you are the one waking them up because you might change the timing so that your day flows or so that you've got your bedtime timing so if you're waking them up you would just be changing the environment so you would open the doors pop either a lamp on or open the curtains and use your morning voices if they're waking you up then it's still really important to change environments. So curtains, morning voice, gently lift them up out of the cot and take their sleeping bag or swaddle off. So you're just changing the environment to start your day. And so that's for babies, but for older children, is it the same thing or is it more elaborate? No, not at all. You want to keep it as simple as possible. So, you know, 
keep it basic. You want to wake them up if, or they wake you up. I, generally, for older children, if they are waking up before you, then they're setting the morning routine by toddling through and saying hello. Morning routines sound like just another thing for me to stress about. Is it something that we have to do forever or is it just when you're trying to make changes and foster better sleep habits? It's something that you will do forever because naturally everybody wakes up in the morning. And has, and has you a have a routine, routine. it's uh-huh. just whether it's a positive exactly. one. Exactly. So if you want to make changes for whatever reason, for example, we're quite a house of staying in our jammies in the morning. So if I was going to be setting a morning routine to make a positive change, what I would be doing is writing up a schedule and saying, okay, for the next month, every morning, regardless whether it's a school day, weekend, holiday, we're all going to get up and we're all going to get dressed. That is going to have a positive knock-on effect to school days in the future because everybody is in that routine of getting up and getting dressed and that is the first thing that we'll do every morning. So... You don't need to be super strict about it. It doesn't need to be Forever. as laid out as that. But if you're doing it as a part of making a bigger change, then yes, you want to have a very set routine the same way that you do at bedtime. You know, you get into your pyjamas, you clean your teeth, mm-hmm. you have a story, you go to bed. So have a set. It's probably quite useful and... to have, like a bit, a bit like with a bedtime routine, <clears> that, you know, there are movable things and there are immovable exactly. things, like mm-hmm. brushing your teeth, that's going to happen every single night getting into some sort of night attire whether that's pajamas or wet Mm -hmm. if you're like you know like to go to bed in the nudie rudy whatever um you know uh, getting ready for bed has Mm -hmm. sort of set things but you don't have to have a bath every night you don't have to have like don't have to have a story every night it's things like that all those things are movable um and actually if you can keep your bedtime routine and morning routine simple then they are just interchangeable you know you're basically doing what you do at night time you're doing in reverse in the morning and that makes it fun for children so you can really sell it to them that actually we've done all these things and in the morning we're going to rewind time and we're going to get back into our clothes and we're going to do this and this and oh, this that's and a this. funny so, like did it yeah <laughs> that was meant to be a rewind sound by the way <laughs> it's a little bit like groundhog day but it works so that's what it is. And we've sort of, we have been really touching on this, but what are all the elements that make it come together? Like, I, I'm guessing it's not shouting down the hall for everyone to get up, shoving toast in their mouth as you head out the door with one shoe on. And I promise that's not exactly what happened to me this morning. <laughs> that's 100% what happened to me this morning. <laughs> yeah, me too. Times three. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, you know, I know that it's sort of morning voice, it's... um it's opening the curtains but there's obviously loads of elements to what mornings look like so are they part of it or is it just i think the main thing is that as with everything else it's the staying calm part of it so it's not so much about what you do in your morning routine it's how you approach it so the being calm this taking your time I don't know a single family who could honestly say that you can all get up at the same time and make it happen and make it smooth There will be, there will be, probably on social media. And it probably doesn't happen like that, but that's at least what it looks (laughs) like on social media. No, I mean, you need to allow yourself time. We talk about giving yourself extra time at bedtime, you need to give yourself extra time in the morning. 
I know you know if we get up first and get ourselves ready and sorted, the children are going to be out the door looking pristine and calm and everything's going to go smoothly. Well, do you know the weird thing is Indy completely freaks out because I don't mm-hmm. normally do that. If I've had a shower before and not in my pyjamas when <laughs> I get her up because she is more likely to sleep in, she'll like get upset. Listen, I mean, I know it's unreal. She's like seven, eight, but she will get upset until I put my pajamas back on. No I mean, she's a bit of a control freak. So I know that it's partly that, but what Where did actually, she get that from? I had no idea. <laughs> Not two parents that gave her that gene. Um, but yeah, so she, um, I, I, I actually find it can slow me down. Yeah. Although sometimes I have had a shower then put my pyjamas back on. Yeah. I know that's how much she controls me. I'm no, such a but waste. if that makes it go smoothly, then that's okay. You're still ready, so then it's a quick change yeah. for you. So yeah. I think that's a weird. really good example, <laughs> though, of how you do have to be a little bit flexible to make the morning routine work. Um, but yeah, get, give yourself the time. That is the thing. If you know that you've got to be out the door for nine o'clock or half eight or whatever to get to school, always stick an extra half an hour on how long you think you need. And um, we haven't talked at all about, like, at this point, you talked about a feed, but what about breakfast? So, like, you know, still with babies when they're a bit older, once they've weaned, but, like, that that part of the morning can often be a bit of a friction point. Is that part of your morning routine or is it not? It is and it's not. It's something that has to be done at some point, but it can be really flexible. A lot of babies, because they are still waking up and they're having milk, they might not have breakfast until what we would really be classing as snack time. So that the breakfast thing at that age is a bit of a flexible thing, whereas the older you get, it's a more fixed thing. Like, you know, we know that we have to send our children to school having had breakfast, yeah. or you take them to breakfast clubs. So that's something that you need to Shoving do by a, piece a of toast certain in their time. Exactly. You need to have it all laid out the day before so it's a nice calm experience. <laughs> Is that what you do, Sarah? <laughs> Always. <laughs> so it's part of it, and but and obviously also getting dressed. Like these are these yes. these are these but I suppose that's what I mean. They're like they're in the same way with bedtime routines, like but these are things that have to happen in mm-hmm. reverse, but when they happen When they happen can be flexible to a point, but it's only flexible if you're doing nothing. So having a timeline so that people know the things that have to happen, but then having it so ingrained that you can be flexible with timings is okay. And that is the thing at the moment for us. There, it's just not it's not a fixed thing that we get dressed in the morning. Do you, want, do you want to have a talk about your morning routine? I feel like <laughs> oh, maybe, I totally do you need like, a plan? We are, this, I said it to them all this morning after my social media rant last night about needing a fairy godmother. I was like, this is changing. We're going to have a visual timeline for the morning. It's like, I'm going all worky on need my Sarah. children. I do. I need to get Sarah. <laughs> See, even Sarah needs Sarah oh, sometimes. Totally. With a morning routine, I definitely do. And a Sunday night routine. <laughs> but no it's really important and it really reassures the children as well it just means that everything goes smoother and the key thing is that nobody wants to say goodbye to their children at school gates on an argument so it's important from that point of view so we know how much a good bedtime routine can help with better sleep because it gets your body in the zone for z's but what exactly does a morning routine help with and what ages is it good for I, we have kind of touched on all of these things but are there specific things that it helps with and are there specific ages there's not really specific ages 
for having one, you need one throughout life. It's there's it's things will change like. exactly. There will be slight tweaks and changes to it. What does it help with? It helps with everything. It helps with energy levels. It helps with concentration. Helps with discipline. It helps with behaviour. So and that's and adults that whole, and children and yeah, babies. Like yeah. it really is. You know, we are better adults and parents if we are more organised. There's no two yeah. ways about it. Or not even more organised, but we have the we have the routine that is what we like, I guess, yeah. or what works for us. Yeah. Because um, presumably, like for some people. As you know, it might be getting up early, it might be mm-hmm. having a cup of tea, it might be journaling, like, you know, yeah. I have been told on many occasions that I should do that in the morning and I'm like, absolutely not. I am staying in bed <laughs> till the very last moment because a child is going to scream and get me up. And I know it would maybe look better, maybe I would be more zenful, but actually right now yeah. I want to eke out that most. But sorry, I've gone off on a totally no, personal like, tangent I've- there, but I just, uh, like, yeah. I think that is really important though because it shows how different everybody is as well and it shows or you know shows and lets the listener hear that it has to be personal so you love your extra five minutes in bed and you eke that out I actually if the house was set up differently would get up and read my book and have a cup of tea before anyone else Mm -hmm. got up but I have the fear about my creaky floorboards waking one of them up is that a euphemism <laughs> I think I've got creaky floorboards too. Uh, and oh no, sorry, that's pelvic floor. <laughs> currently, I've got the fear about waking the poppy up. So that's even worse. It's like I don't know what is worse. The children I can the only poppy. blame you. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm taking full responsibility. But it doesn't have to be the same for everybody. That is the thing. Every adult has different needs, and you need to meet your own needs, and you need to work out what those needs are, so that in turn you can then meet the children's needs in the morning. It's a wee bit like um, we've been talking a lot about um, modelling and things like that. Mm-hmm. That actually, you're all there's also an element of you know you're you're needing to show the kids yeah. what a calm morning looks Definitely. like. So you need to find that zen for you. A hundred percent. If if me and Emily and Harry modelled ourselves on Alfie, life would go so much smoother in the mornings. Oh really? Oh. Is he super organised? He is so organised. He has everything laid out the night before. Make sure his bag is packed. He is like. Ainly oh, wow. organised, and he, before he leaves his room, he is in full uniform. So, right. and he always leaves Be more Alfie fifteen minutes before us as well. Oh my goodness, what a <laughs> Yeah, no, he he's got his morning routine completely Dang. nailed. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe get him to make the plan, not you. <laughs> Obviously, morning routines have been around since cavemen and women got up and went and did a poo in their rock toilet. (laughs) But it kind of feels like something we're talking more about. Like, why is that? Is that just because everything needs a name now because of social media? I think the social media thing is a big thing. I mean, morning routines literally have always been a thing and they always have been talked about. But yeah, I think there's more chat about adults' morning routines. And so it's putting a little bit more light on the fact that we do naturally have morning routines for yeah. babies and children it's just not being I think it's like Hollywood labeled. stars talking about getting up at four in the morning yeah. and doing like well, there's an entire book they do a poo in their rock toilet <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a book is it not it's called morning routine or something right. and or the magic morning or something like that and it is about you know get up at like half four in the morning and do your morning the life-changing magic and, of a morning routine yeah. i mean that like you know should be a bit great like, there you go so so yeah i think it, it's 
talked about more for adults, which is making people think about it more for children. But actually, it's always been there for children. And similarly, I guess, because like bedtime routine has become so ingrained, it's like, well, duh, of course you need something at the other end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And you do, and you've got it, whether you want to call it a routine or not. Well, this is... It's there. Well, that's always the thing, isn't it? Semantics, you know, like whatever we're talking about, it's like these buzz phrases... It doesn't really matter what you call it, because it, it, it is what it is. It's there, it's what you're doing, and it's working. So only change it if you feel like it doesn't work. And do a poo in your rock toilet. <laughs> I just wanted to say that again. I really enjoyed saying it. <laughs> As we do in all our podcasts, we have a listener question about morning routines. We answer your questions because we think it's really important that people, you have the opportunity to ask real questions and put our advice to practice in a real way. We know it makes a difference. This week, we have a question from Casey. My four-year-old gets up and plays in his room when he wakes up. We've been happily letting him do it as we get a longer lie, but the time he gets up is getting earlier and earlier. Should we stop him doing it entirely? I really don't know how to go back. Thanks. No, you don't have to stop him doing it entirely, but this is when things like the visual timeline and the magic lamp really come into play. So put new boundaries in place for that morning routine. The magic lamp is literally just your bog standard nightlight set on a timer. So he knows that when the lamp has come on in the morning, that's when he knows that he's allowed to get up in the morning and start doing his play part of his routine. Then have timers set. So either just an old-fashioned alarm clock or if you've got one of the Alexa-type things, they're really good for setting different timers. So timer one goes off, he looks at his visual timeline, he knows that at that point he's got to start getting dressed or do whatever it is on his visual timeline. So you're not removing anything, you're just condensing it and making it work for you again. But presumably if he's already, like, so it sounds like he's pretty independent already doing that, like, he must be getting up and putting a light on you know, if he's not had a magic lamp. So would he not just override that? No. So if you're using a magic lamp, you're better doing it, either using a lamp that they can't reach and access and just removing all the other ones or having it set to your um, overhead light. And so they can't override it. How do you do that? You can get little timer things that go in the switches and you can't change them. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So they're really good. Um, But it's more about introducing that discipline so yes he maybe could find a way around it however you've introduced this and you've introduced these boundaries and you make it fun so that he doesn't want to like uh, obviously they say they get a longer lie don't know if they're actually asleep or if they're awake and can kind of hear him playing because that's the thing like you might not know I suppose like are there definitely kids that like get up at four in the morning start playing without parents having any idea absolutely I mean the the fact that they're saying it gets up earlier and earlier implies that they probably can hear them but yeah some children could easily have been up and dressed long before I mean you know Alfie maybe is getting dressed at five o'clock in the morning he's going to bed in his clothes Um, but having, in that situation, having little booby traps and things is quite a good idea. So if you're not sure about what time they're waking up, build something next to the bed 
at night time, once they've gone to sleep. Nothing that they can hurt themselves on, but something that when it falls, it's going to make a loud noise. So, you know, it can be like a um, thing of coins or something, just so that when it hits the ground, it makes a noise which is loud enough to wake you up, and it's what they touch when they first get up. So doing little things like that can make a big difference if you're worried about when they're waking up. Or presumably, you know setting your alarm or something, your own like to to get yourself up to to see, to see but yeah. that, that maybe sounds I mean a bit you could intense. go back to a monitor as well a video monitor yeah. if you really want to know depending on how old the child is then you could have a video monitor set up um, just you saying about Alfie like this is at the other end of the day um, I am quite well, I was about to say straight, but I more have a bit of a boundary. It's much much healthier way of discussing it. Um, about the kids tidying their rooms after they've had a play date. And I try and make sure they do it when the, the child is mm-hmm. still here. Because it's just like, otherwise it's a pain. Yeah. But um, Indy had a play date the other week and completely forgot. You know, they came down, they had dinner and then yeah. the child left. And so I was going to bed and I was just like, all right, okay. We're not dealing with this tonight. Mm-hmm. So she went to sleep. Uh, or put her to bed and then um when I went up to bed she got up and tidied her room and she like she's not a particularly tidy person <laughs> but she'd obviously like just been scooting around yeah. I had no idea I mean I was delighted beyond <laughs> delighted but it was so funny as well like That's little, little well, magic like, cleaning fairy yeah. and if she's not into tidy and then that was a total no. bedtime stalling tactic. absolutely <laughs> but I was like have I been missing a yeah. trick here <laughs> that actually exactly <laughs> and she went she actually went to sleep really well that night so it was like I don't know maybe she was dead chuffed with herself yeah, definitely something <laughs> to think about <laughs> Uh, we hope that helps, Casey. So, magic lamps, booby visual traps, timeline. visual timeline, um, and hopefully you'll get a longer lie and so will your little one. If you have a listener question, you can get in touch with us on socials at the Sleep Mums, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and you can send us a wee direct message on there or you can head to our website. There's a contact page on it or you can send us an email, hello at thesleepmums.com. <laughs> A morning routine at its simplest is a few wee steps that take your morning from night to day. Light is your friend, use it wisely, it has a biological effect and resets yours and your kid's circadian rhythm. So that's all about opening the curtains or turning on the light. It's such an important part of that morning routine. Uh, But you want to use it at the right time. So like Casey's wee one, uh, getting up earlier and earlier he was setting his circadian rhythm earlier and earlier which is going to have an impact on nighttime. if what you're doing now is working for you and it sounds nothing like what we've discussed then don't worry it's perfectly okay to go with the flow and establish a morning routine if things ever start to unravel in the morning a morning routine is really only a routine if you stick to it But of course, you can tweak it as you go when you find out what works best for your family, like Sarah's about to do. (laughs) As ever, we hope this helps. Look after yourselves and sleep soon. Don't forget, you can order our brand new book, Sleep Better Baby, the only baby sleep book worth having, full of routines to fit your family and practical advice that will help you and your baby sleep better. Search Sleep Better Baby on Amazon or head to our website, thesleepmums.co.uk.